Good morning. I'd like to welcome you back to another edition of our Anchored in the Word Morning Reflection. And this is a bonus episode uh, because we did not record on Monday uh, because the issues that I had with my laptop, I thought I would do one final bonus episode. And it's going to be an episode preparing us for what we will look at tomorrow on Sunday. Um, I'd also like to take a moment to wish a happy Veterans Day to all of those who have served in our armed forces, both those who have served or are currently serving. And uh, we're very thankful for the tremendous sacrifices that those in the military um, have made over the years. And we know that even during times of peace, um, our service members do make great sacrifices. And so um, we wanna say thank you uh, before we actually get into our bonus episode. And the passage of scripture we're gonna look at this week is Luke chapter 11. And we're reading verses five through 13. What I'd like to do is read the passage and then talk a little bit about where we'll be going um, this next week. And uh, as we come to church on Sunday, um, this is the passage we'll be dealing with. And then as we get into uh, Monday through Friday, Lord willing, this is also the passage we'll be dealing with. So here's what it says. <clears throat> and he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine in his journey is come to me. I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not, the door is now shut. My children are with me in bed. I cannot arise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is a friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock, it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you, that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him uh, a serpent? Or if he ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Now this passage of scripture has a lot of interesting questions that um, I will, Lord willing, address tomorrow. And as we think about this, I want to draw your attention to a few details that I think will be helpful in preparing you for our sermon tomorrow and then also the discussion that we'll have during the week. The first thing is that Christ is talking about prayer as something that is just a normal part of the Christian experience. In verse 11, or chapter 11, verse 1, it came to pass as he was praying, they say, Lord, teach us to pray. And then he says, when you pray, pray our Father. What that tells you is that these verses are, are, are just taking at face value that a person who's a believer part of their relationship with God is prayer. But then there are two parables that he that he gives in this that um, the first one actually has some confusing elements. And as Westerners who do not think like people from the first century living in that region where Jesus was living, I do think there's some pieces that we might misunderstand. Um, he talks about a person who has a friend. And when you are a friend, there were certain obligations that you had as a friend to look out for those who were in your sphere of relationship. And if somebody came to your house, no matter what time of the day it was, it was customary for you to host them. 
and to give them something to drink and to give them something to eat. And if you didn't have those things available and you chose not to um, host this individual who had come to stay with you, it would have been a shameful thing. And so uh, even though this person has come at midnight, which to us seems like a weird time, um, and you have nothing, you do not want to be in a position where you um, are shaming this individual and you have brought shame on yourself. So you go to your neighbor who happens to be your friend, you plead with him to help you. Um, in a situation like that, even though it would have been off-putting because of the time and because of all the circumstances, a friend who had a friend go to him in such a time of need would have felt very obligated to do that. Now, you say, well, why does Jesus teach this, this parable? Well, he is clearly talking about the need for persistence, but there's also a piece to it that I hope to draw out on Sunday where he is going to be showing that, well, God is not answering prayer because he's been shamed into it. He answers prayer because he's good. Yet persistence is something that should be a part of our prayer life. And then there's a second parable that he gives. And that second parable is going to talk about the fact that if you asked your father for something like bread or a fish, he's not going to give you stone or a snake. He's going to give you something that's good. And he says, even fathers who are sinful people, um, they don't give evil things to their children. They love them enough that they would not do that. And he says, well, how much more would your heavenly father, who is good and who is righteous, would never do wrong, how much more will your heavenly father give good things to you? And then at the end, he mentions this reference to the Holy Spirit. And that is something that uh, we will get into as well. And the question is, well, why is he talking about giving the Holy Spirit? And what does that have to do with prayer? So we will address that as well. But I think as we dig into this passage, what we will see is that ultimately our perspective about prayer um, is shaped by our perspective of God. And our view of God needs to be right. And when we pray, it ought to be motivated by a healthy view of God. And so come, come and join us tomorrow morning for church. Um, this service will be very Christ-centered, and I'm looking forward to expounding this text with you, and I also look forward to getting into it um, throughout the rest of the week. Have a blessed morning, and uh, again, thank you, vets. Uh, as we remember you today in your service. Uh, we are very appreciative for uh, your sacrifices. Have a blessed morning. Bye now.